Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Lisa, and I'm joined by Leah, Barb, and Katie talking about our one cool Hamilton County gal. Leah talked about Lulu Missy, our our library founder, <laughs> and Barb talked about the talented Avril Scholl, our, the architect from Carmel, and um, we had lots of interesting information about these gals, but before we dive back in, I want to know something random about our gal pals. My question for you, what is the weirdest thing you've seen in Hamilton County? And by weird, it doesn't necessarily mean awful, just unusual, made you step back and think, hmm, or made you realize, huh, I've never seen that before. What have you got, guys? Right. I mean, I don't think Katie and I can talk about the Noblesville Puma because I don't believe it that actually happened. That was the happened. first thing that came <laughs> in my mind. The Noblesville Puma? It's our urban legend. Every town needs one. Right. This doesn't we have, have to be your thing, but do you want to talk about the Noblesville a, Puma? We have a Noblesville Puma. We do I not. We do, do not. not know this. <laughs> I, I don't know it either. There have been reportings of sightings of a black, large cat. So mm-hmm. it is... It's like one dude. It's like one dude. (laughs) No, I think you can look up Noblesville Puma and it's like a thing. It became a thing? I think it's an urban legend. I thought it was one drunk friend that we had that could have sworn there was a Puma. Is it like somebody posted a picture of a a cricket on their window and they took it through, you know, their windshield and it made it look like the cricket was eating the town. Are you sure it wasn't something weird like that? I have no faith in it whatsoever (laughs) of the myth of Novosopo. I've heard stories of people who go out of their house like at two o'clock in the morning and see um, coyotes walking down. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's that's normal. Oh, yeah, 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 normal. I think that's probably what I saw. I saw a big you saw a cat like thing. thing at well, one yes, point. Exactly. Okay, maybe I made that up that it's like our urban legend because I'm okay. not finding anything. Yeah, like no, I it. really thought it, it was became like bigger in my mind. Just you, me, and one other dude who I do not know if I should mention or not. <laughs> yeah. David Highway, t- David Highway, by the way, for those of you who mm-hmm. don't know, is our county historian. Mm-hmm. He said one time, I can't remember many specifics, but we yep. had there was a story of a creature living in the White River. Oh, I mean, Ooh. that doesn't surprise me. A sea serpent like kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So Nessie? Nessie. Yeah. Okay. Our own Nessie. Nessie. <laughs> Our own Nessie. All right. So I will tell my weird story. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Yes. And yeah. this wasn't even my thing. But my husband and I take these country drives. So we live in Carmel and just, mm-hmm. you know, five minutes from the house, you're just out in farmland. Yeah. And right. We have this path that we traverse. And uh, one time we're driving down this road that we've driven down hundreds of time and we we see this shadowy figure right. kind of at dusk cross the road. Mothman? It's a Yeti. It almost looked like Mothman. <laughs> but it was, thing. it was, it was very yes. thin and very leggy Ooh. and very army and kind of. It was Doug Jones. It was, but it was walked <laughs> over. How tall, how tall is he? He's like a billion feet tall. He's right. like almost seven foot. It, He's it, very it tall. It seemed like it was like seven foot and it was bent yeah. over. Uh-huh. And I, to this day, I tell my husband it was a werewolf. And oh. he doesn't really believe me right. that it sure. was a werewolf. werewolf. But yeah. so maybe that's, maybe that's our, our legend. I like there's it. There's a werewolf sure. somewhere. Up I'd towards say, Zionsville. Yeah, what is Katie's? the weirdest yeah. not fictional thing yes. is the fact that 
when Hamilton County police pull somebody over, especially if they're a person of color, they have to have, you know, the support of five other police officers. They're bored. Yeah. (laughs) Do we have all my full information on here? I don't want to start getting pulled over all the time. I know, know, right? right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I find that I'm always like, Hamilton County. And I think Noblesville uh-huh. smells bad a lot of the times. <laughs> so when we drive into town and hit whatever bad smell is on right. 10th Street, I have like, oh, smells yeah, like sewer, home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But I still love it. Nice. It's that smell of home sweet home. There you go. So we pretend there to love it. We're like, it's <laughs> terrible. Just bring it in. Yeah. Bring it in. That's really all I got. I like it. Um, gosh. Okay. My weird one. Um. I feel like I have lots of them, but the one I'm going to go with is one of my more favorite stories uh, to tell about making films here in, in Noblesville. So um, when when you're a producer on any film, whether it's a short film, independent film, or studio film, you usually talk to the sheriff department of the city that you are filming in. And you usually let them know, hey, this is where we're going to be. If we're going to be outside or inside, this is how many people we have. In case there is a disturbance, in case anybody complains, right. the, the local authorities are aware. Um, I did this so frequently um, that they just said, you don't have to call us every time you make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's weird enough in itself. The second one is we were going to be filming on the courthouse square. We're going to be filming in the center of town. Um, And I let them know of that. And they're like, yeah, no. Okay. That's, that's cool. Again, you don't have to call us every time you're filming. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to be calling you tomorrow. So uh, we're filming on the sidewalk. And that particular weekend, it was closed down because the train was going to come through and it was the home tour. So the home tour usually has the train come up. And so they closed down a quarter of the street. When they close it down, it's very quiet, which is great for filming something. <laughs> so we decide to move our little uh, crew just one block over to film, and we're filming, and then the police officer shows up. And a lot of times the police cars will show up because, again, they're bored, and they just <laughs> want to know what's going on. And they heard from, you know, the on the line that there was going to be a, you know, film going on. So, um, so of course the entire rest of the, the cast and crew freaks out and they're like, oh my gosh, Leah, 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 come on over. Some, the police are here. You have to answer for us. And I'm like, it's fine. So I go over and I'm like, Hey, how you doing? And he's like, why did you close down the street? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, it's fine if you close down the street, but you just kind of have to tell us that you're going to close down the street. Oh my God. My first thought was, I have the power to close down the street. Right. My second thought was, no, there's a home tour. There's a train. Like I didn't do this. We're just using this opportunity. But it has never left me that I have the ability to close down a street. <laughs> I like that. That's lovely. So to me, that's that's yeah. weird and wonderful in this town. I, if I like that. If we yeah. ever do the they were puppy, nice about it. If yeah. we ever do the puppy parade, puppy yeah. parade. you are going to use those powers Absolutely. to close but down the street. Did you actually? You can go online and pay fifty bucks yes. to get a street closed down in Noblesville. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. too bad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Excellent. if you live here, they yeah. just fill out the little thing online. You're yeah. like, can you close the street for? I mean, yes. I know there's a few other qualifications, but that yeah. cracked me it's up when I realized it. It's not too hard it. to no. do it. It's right? really but kind I mean, of weirdly I, I wonderful. Yeah, Lee could probably do it for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. I just yeah. have yeah. the power. All I have to do is just put the cones up and be like, closing it down. Yeah, But yeah. All right, I'll do I'll do one more shameless plug. Okay, I gotcha. still love saying um, that Gal's Guide yes. is the you know the first women's history yeah. lending library, and it's located right here in Noblesville. Isn't I know, that right? weird? It's weird, I know. and I love it. Yes, I love it. Yes, mm-hmm. who'd have 
song. Who do I thought know, right? I used that line as well? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. My personal. Yes, I was say, what is yours? My yes. personal weird one is the duck race. Oh my gosh, I love the love duck that. race. Love For that. those of you who don't yes. live here, <laughs> what what one of our local organizations does is they they sell you, you buy a, a duck. Yes. A plastic little bathtub, bathtub duck. duck. Mm-hmm. And the there's a number. On there's a number on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they sell all these ducks and they put them in a great big bin. Like this thing is the size of a truck. truck. Uh It's like a dump truck full of these ducks. (laughs) And they dump them off of a bridge into the White River. And the first one to hit the finish line, the number on that one is the winner of the big prize. Yes. What, what's and the big prize? It, is it's, it money? Is there, it's different every year. Is yeah. it like oh, is it money I usually? Think, I think it's usually money, oh, isn't it? I don't know. It's been I know it's been money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I I I don't know. You never win the duck race. Don't start never me. Won? Don't start me on that rant. <laughs> is it, oh, no. no, I am not going down that road, but off off mic, I will t- I will start on my rant there. But it's just so cool to see all these little ducks bobbing oh, yeah. along in the river. They're so cute. You watch them from the bridge, and then you know it. You have a party afterwards. They've got bands and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah, a good time. It's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that we have a street dance too. Yes, those events oh, are kind of close yeah. together, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. in time. <laughs> I've never been to it, but I love that we have one. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm that, yes. I'm that person. <laughs> like, it's so people. great we have this. Me too. There's I, too many people I've there. been upset about that Mexican restaurant closing down on 10th Street and being <gasps> bulldozed. Yes. I never ate there, but yeah. every time I passed <laughs> it and saw people on the patio with margaritas, really I'm like, that looks really nice. Maybe I'll do that someday. It was and one of JC's favorite now restaurants. Now you can't do it. Now yeah. Yeah. you can't do yeah. it. You missed your no. opportunity. Yeah. It's gone now. Bypass. Progress. Right. All Lisa, right. who do you have for well, us? Well, ladies. And we know oh. we're so excited. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Because I just love doing these kinds of podcasts. Yes. Along the lines of well-behaved women seldom make history. Yes. Today, I am bringing you Helen Worley Capel Crommel, yes. otherwise known as Dirty Helen. Dirty Helen. Yes. I wish I had a Dirty Helen drink for I this. Know. I know. We had... Yeah, we had a, a local brewery that used mm-hmm. to make beer called Dirty Helen. One of my favorites. Nice. It's a brownie. It's nice. good. Yes. Helen was a Hamilton count was born in Hamilton County, and was quite the accomplished hooker. <laughs> but she <laughs> accomplished didn't like, she, hooker. I don't know. She didn't like that term hooker. <laughs> she she liked professional bed partner. Oh, oh I like oh, it. Wow. Yes. I do too. Mm. So just to give you some of Helen's better quotes, she described herself as the most stylish whore in the country. (laughs) She had an impeccable style. I'm getting this on a sticker. (laughs) And a world authority on position. Lots of sticker opportunities. None of these on the the badge. (laughs) Professional bed partner badges. Oh my gosh! I yes. love it. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh-huh. just so you know, let's start it out early. <laughs> Dirty Helen yeah. referred to her mouth. Oh, she could string profanities together like <laughs> nobody's business, oh. and it was give, the name was given to her in Mil- and she was in Milwaukee. Okay, so they said she had the dirtiest mouth in Milwaukee. <laughs> Anyway, Helen was born in 1886 in Cicero, Indiana, to a well-off family. Ah. 
Her father was a telegraph operator, which was oh cool, pretty okay. big time. Yeah, I was going to say, um, and not many had that job. Right. At, and he was time. at the Cicero train department, and he also had a farm. Um, Cicero at that time was a very small farming community, and this was yes. well before the reservoir that it is known for now. Oh, okay. Her mother was from the Joseph family in Noblesville, which owned the brewery. Uh-huh. Which was at Sixth and Connor, which is just a mere four blocks from here. Yeah, look at yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. She had many social connections in Indianapolis, and Helen often spoke that she was surprised her mother married her father <laughs> and not some well-connected businessman. Oh, okay. Helen spent much of her time with her maternal grandparents in Noblesville while her father was training to become a telegraph operator. Her grandparents were Jewish and had fled Germany due to the persecution there and had landed here in Noblesville. Oh, wow. Nice. Her grandparents were well-connected. Um, they were friends of the specifically the Levinson family yeah. from Indianapolis. Who were also Jewish. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. The Levinsons made expect- expensive hats and clothing. Yes, they did. Mr. Levinson bought Helen her first hat at age six and oh. told her she should always wear stylish, expensive hats. Oh, wow. And that kind of bumped up her sense of style and her fondness for expensive clothing, which went throughout her life. Helen grew bored of small town life. (laughs) She graduated as as one does. She graduated high school at 16 and fell in love with an undesirable young immigrant. Love it. At the time, there was a natural gas boom in central Indiana and many immigrants came to work in the factories, which were a result of this gas boom. Her parents sent her away to live with her cousin's family for the summer in an attempt to break them up. <gasps> Romeo and Juliet style. No. I know. <laughs> it backfired because her cousin was quite promiscuous <laughs> and helped shape Helen's attitudes about sex. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that just goes to show. Yeah. Maybe sending him away for the summer Oops. is not such a good choice. Words to live by. Anyway, she returned from that summer and went to DePauw for a semester, but left to marry her boyfriend. This was 1903. They moved to Cincinnati, where he was a bar manager. Okay. At this time, she claims her father disowned her and sent her a letter calling her a wanton whore. (gasps) Dad. Scandal. Oh, my gosh. However, David Highway. Yes. Um says that he kind of questions that um, because he received reports of many family reunions that she attended. So he's not sure about that. And he, you know, her book, which I had read was um, the, her story given to a writer. So maybe the writer took some liberties with the story. Or maybe she took some liberties in telling them. Maybe. People do things. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Because her husband was a bar manager, he was out all night. Mm -hmm. She got bored and started working at a clothing store that sold high-end clothing, but they were salesman samples, so they were at a much reduced price, Mm -hmm. which further her interest in fashion. Nice. She was very good salesperson mm-hmm. and she also expanded her wardrobe I don't wardrobe know what to do with that. She had a good bedside manner. I don't manner. know what to do with that. Just going to let that there slide. There we go. Um, while she was pregnant with her second son, she discovered her beloved husband was cheating on her with a hooker. How dare he? I know. And at this point, she was 
a very traditional housewife. Gotcha. Okay. Except mm-hmm. she worked outside the home, but she was a very traditional housewife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she got. She finally got so despondent that she went to the hooker's home, Ooh. beat her up, <gasps> and stole a big diamond ring that her husband had given her. <gasps> she got her revenge. Look at that. She had a cat fight. Right. <laughs> but she, you know. her husband came and broke up the fight. Oh! He showed up at the girlfriend's apartment, found uh-huh. them, and broke up the fight. Right. She decided at that point she wasn't going to return to work after the birth of her second child because maybe the job was why her husband was stepping out on her. Oh. She was uh, really no. trying. Couldn't yeah. have been that hooker or like that he His had... own porch. He was yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, her self-confidence was really shattered. Yeah, that's fair. She dearly loved him and couldn't understand why it wasn't working. And he was just awful to her. He called her a slow country girl. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. What a dog. Right? Well, yeah, exactly. he married her. Dogs, he knew her. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But not yeah. this right. not Well, this you know, he came to the big city of Cincinnati, and mm. now he was all. I'm from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> he, was, he was all cool, and, and his mm. girlfriend was all cool, and yeah. Right. Anyway, so she decided to go back to work after the, eventually after the birth of her second son. Um, a co-worker invited her to a double date, and she decided to go. Cool. She bought a new suit and wore the diamond ring she took from her <laughs> husband's mistress. Love it. I know. Love it. And then arranged for them all to go to the club where she knew her husband and his mistress would be. Perfect. Even exactly. Better. And she She's a little spiteful thing. I like it. I like it. Yeah. The hell out of it. Oh, yeah. She was all over it. It's a show. And then what I suspect was a... Re- Can, do I... Do I have to watch my language? No. no. What I suspect was a revenge fuck. Um, <laughs> she go. went to bed with this guy that she had a double yes. date with. 100%. As she was Was he leaving, there? Sorry. I just No. <laughs> and it was before video, so, you know. Uh, she, right. when she was leaving the next morning, she found $50 under her hat. And she decided she so was she taking that. So she took that. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She, a lot of money those days. Uh, right. Absolutely she it was. was. Good. <laughs> she thought of her, her father's comment about being a wanton whore. Right. But she was feeling valued and appreciated mm-hmm. after three years of neglect from her husband. She's like, screw you. I'm out of here. Exactly. I'm yeah. going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm a freaking professional now because exactly. I just got $50 in my bra. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> she once told Al Capone that she was a different kind of prostitute because she's never been poor uh-huh. she had a good education and she enjoyed the work that there's a lot to unpack in that sentence i she know told al capone yeah al capone. and i'll get to the al capone thing <laughs> okay. i started to say we probably need context right there. i'm yeah, loving some all context. of that though yes, yes. yes. okay <laughs> so um after that brief fling with the sales the double date she mm-hmm. started an affair with one of her husband's bar investors i feel like she was just her killing it. sleeping around that circle yes. Yes. <laughs> look what you can't have he lavished her with jewels and gifts <gasps> nice but her husband still wouldn't give up the mistress so she mm-hmm. wanted out of the marriage mm-hmm. back then the rule was if you were in a divorce with children the boys would go to the father. The girls would go to uh, the mother. Okay. She said, and I question this because she really wasn't much of a mother. Right. Um, she said that she didn't want to give them up. And so what she decided she needed to do was to get lost. You know, oh, okay. Go somewhere where 
her husband wouldn't be, find her and she took their younger son. Oh, okay. Gotcha. With her. Right. Um, while she went off to Arizona, okay. while she's in Arizona, um, shortly after she landed there, she met a notorious bank robber who was on the lam. Ooh. He had robbed a place in Chicago. Everybody was after him. And he was holing up in a fishing uh, cabin okay. up in the Colorado mountains. And it's it not was- Dillinger? No. Okay. All right. Gotcha. You said Chicago. And I'm like, Dillinger? <laughs> it was, it was, um, okay. I think his name was Eddie Meeks. Okay. Gotcha. But that was, that was not his real name. That right, was the right. name he gave her. Ooh. Anyway, he, um, he invited her to keep him company in the cabin. And by company, this was all platonic okay. because he loved his wife. But he would give her $6,000 and pay her son's boarding school. Whoa. The tuition for her son's boarding school. Okay. And this was 1908 money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. So she did that. I'm yeah. going to do the research on that. Uh-huh. 1908, $6,000. Yeah. $6, yeah. How much is that? That has so to be a she, lot. So she went ahead and did that. She, had, she said it was perfectly lovely, but it was boring, and it was very primitive, and it was very cold. Right. It was kind of awful. So... When she was finished at with that, she decided she needed more of a life, more of a uh, something to do activity, <laughs> more something lively. To do. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she went to San Francisco, like you did, wise woman. <laughs> so um, yes, there she found a wealthy timber tycoon. Yeah, and agreed to follow him to Canada. Okay. So really, she wasn't so much of a hooker as a kept woman. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. a professional you know? bed partner. I well, was, she wasn't even a professional was... bed partner to the first guy. Right. right? You said. Just a And I looked companion. it up. $6,000 in 1908. Yeah. It's almost $200,000 in Whoa, today's dollars. Holy cow. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That is a couple of years of a college scholarship. <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh, I think. Wow. Yeah. She's almost like a professional consort. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Like, to take care of whatever needs taken care of. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. So she agreed to follow him to Canada. He gave her the impression they were going to Ontario. Okay. But no. She ended up in a logging camp called Medicine Hat. <laughs> oh, no. Well, she and likes hats, though. In the so. yeah. It was a trap. It was a trap. Was she a trap. was there with him for three and a half years, but he paid oh. her $1,000 a week. Whoa. And she no had nowhere way. to spend it. So so she just kept it. She, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's a rainy exactly. day for her. Yeah. One That's a lot of, of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if the 6000 was like 200000 right. so today. So I'm going to do 1000 yeah. So it's 12000 a year. This, suddenly this episode has turned into math. Who oh. knew? Who knew <laughs> math? 1000 in 1908 is worth $32,000 today. Oh Holy cow. cow. She was hooking up with some wealthy men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She found, she found wealthy men. Nice. Um, she all have a different set of skills. <laughs> there you go. She got. She must have been bored out of her mind. I mean, think about it. There was. Mm-hmm. She had all these beautiful clothes and all this, and nowhere to go with it. <laughs> right. Um. But like one idea she had towards the end of her time in Medicine Hat was that there was an army camp not far from there. With and this was during World War One. Yes. She decided to go entertain the troops. Yes, Queen. <laughs> that night, she came home with $750. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, wow. 
So she, after three and a half years, she's like, I'm out of Medicine Hat. She leaves with Donnie and her younger son. Okay. And then she started working in a high-end um, clothing shop in New York City. Oh, wow. Yeah. She really liked New York she City. Just, and liked fashion. Yeah, she really I'm, likes the fashion. I'm right? loving this also, so this not... crisscross of map of where she's right. going everywhere. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Girl got around. Yeah, she did. In more ways than one. Anyway, she um, she enlisted the doorman at her building to help her build clientele, Ooh. and he would bring clients to an apartment that she had rented elsewhere um, and conduct business there. Nice. So, so her and she cut him then. in. She, yes. She cut <laughs> him in Mail, at a price. <laughs> yes. Yes. She gave him some money. Nice. Right. But while she was in New York, she fell in love with an injured veteran who was in town getting treatment. He had um, inhaled mustard gas. Um, She ended up marrying him and moving to his home in Chicago. Okay. Turns out he was from a wealthy family with connections to the mob in Chicago. The Chicago Mafia. Is this where Al Capone comes in? (laughs) Yes. Oh, look at that. Um. He, she was introduced to a lot of mob men, yeah. a lot of mob figures. Um, her husband later died three years after that. Oh. Gotcha. Um, she started seeing clients again after her husband's death. Gotcha. And, in fact, was shot in the leg by a jealous wife. Ooh. Oh, my God. Goodness. <laughs> and, again, these clients were more like sugar daddies than... Yes. Tra- John's. Yeah, that's a yeah. good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her relationship with Al Capone was, um, that of like a trusted friend. Okay. They, they would see each other at social events and, and he, Al trusted her. He had her go to one of his brothels one night and record the receipts because he thought the person who was running it was was pocketing. Yeah. So they were trusted and, and he even offered her to run one of his brothels. Oh, okay. She declined, but she said, you know, well, that's not a bad idea. Right. To run her own? Yes. Uh, but she is. didn't yes. want to run afoul of the Chicago mob. Yeah. So she... You would not. No. no. You don't idea. do that. No, that's you don't do that. You sleep with the fishes. <laughs> that's exactly. What you do. The, the Chicago River. And I just went on an Al Capone, like, walking tour in Chicago Ooh. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a lot of people slept with the fishes. Right. Nice. Exactly. So, um... She, he suggested that she go to Superior, Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> Superior. That, Superior, they Wisconsin. definitely need a whorehouse there. <laughs> there was, you know what well, place on I the guess, map really needs a whorehouse. Well, you know, Al, he was a businessman. This is true. He yeah. knew the clientele. Yeah, right. That's true. And he said, Superior, Wisconsin, there's not a lot of, um, mob up there and there's a lot of opportunity and by opportunity <laughs> right right he meant dick right. <laughs> yep. she moved there and ran a successful bar slash brothel sweet bar on the first floor bedrooms upstairs for the brothel the only way to do it the only yeah way to do it's it, kind right. of a package deal it really is yeah. it's the best of both worlds if one you without yeah, the right. other it's just right. not right. Right. Fine. Exactly. Yeah. right um her lover and superior when he died under mysterious circumstances. Mysterious. Mysterious. But the mob was not involved. It may have been. She really didn't know, yeah, but you can never it know, was right? mysterious. Okay, got it. All of her money was gone as well. So she's <gasps> like, mm, 
maybe it's time to get out of Dodge. Yep, fair. So she gets on the train to go back to Chicago. While she's on the train, she struck up a conversation with a passenger, and he suggested she open up shop in Milwaukee. Oh. Well, sure. Uh, sure. Just advice. Right. On the train. Yeah. Is she just like a, it's a networker? Magnet she's a networker. For, uh-huh. Yeah, she's a networker or yeah. just a magnet for people with money? <laughs> just an yeah. idea? Yeah. A business she sense? must have been. I don't know. Wow. I dig it. So she went to Milwaukee yeah. instead of Chicago. She got off at Milwaukee. The next mm-hmm. day, bought a house. Yeah. And opened her business. Sweet. Um, no bar in this one, just a just a brothel. No, it was a bar and brothel. There it is. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> um, at fir- well, at first though, it was just the bar. Yes. She wasn't going to do the brothel, but okay. then she had these bedrooms upstairs that were, you know, just yeah. wasted space. I know. Yes. What am I going to do with? I've this? I've got to expand exactly. my line. She's so. a professional woman. Yes. Yeah. 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 She got. She opened up. She got a couple of women to work that that room there. Work it. Um, this was during prohibition though, and she was worried about being oh. raided by the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she turned to her buddy <laughs> for multiple reasons. For multiple <laughs> reasons. So she turned well, most for the most part, interestingly enough, more she, worried. More she concerned goes, about the alcohol. Great, yeah. Great story. She walks into Milwaukee police station and tells them that she intends to open a brothel. Okay. And who does she need to pay off? Oh, nice. <laughs> And this is how how you do it? This is how you do it? This is how it's done. I had no idea that that you you did it that way. The things you learn on these podcasts. This is great. Yeah, this is good (laughs) reference. I mean, you have to bring your business plan to the correct (laughs) official. Exactly. Have it notarized by a couple of Johns. Yeah. So um, anyway, the the cops said, oh, we don't take bribes here. Lies. Oh, right. (laughs) But apparently they didn't. They would, oh. they would just let, you know, as long as there's no fuss, we'll they would just let, let her... you run the oh. business. There you go. So she didn't have to, well, then that's saving money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good use of the taxpayer dollar. It is. <laughs> so, um, anyway, she opened um, the speakeasy. Yeah. And then decided to expand, become a, a open brothel. Anyway, yeah. she was worried about being raided. Al, she talked to her buddy Al. Yes. Al sends up, he goes, I got the guy for you. He sends up an engineer who rigs up a holding tank in the floorboards in the bedroom above the bar. Yes. And then sends a pipe down the wall to run the liquor through. <gasps> it's pretty ingenious. Katie, why don't and you have was, this in our house? Right? I know. And it was hidden by yeah. a outlet switch. Okay. So, so you flip open the outlet switch, and instead of getting electricity, you get alcohol. Yeah. This is the best thing ever. I, I like know. It. When I we know. do the hidden... Yep. Uh, hidden library bookcase. Hid- the hidden library bookcase. It better have beer behind yeah. it. We're going to have... Dirty Helen style. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have the dirty, like style, the dirty Helen style I like spigot. it. I like it. That also sounds wrong, by the way. The dirty Helen spigot. <laughs> oh! I think we can market that. But I think, I think we can, we can I think, market yes. that. Oh, I think so. Well... Anyway, she was um, she was notoriously bad with money. Oh, and she was notoriously good at getting it, though. Yeah, she was good at getting it, and then it went. I'm not sure where, but it right. went. Probably uh, fashion and hats. I mean, I think but the money's in the hats. After a while, she was cash strapped again, so she started seeing clients again, up to twenty a night. Whoa. We went. Wow. We went from. Or lonely. We went from high-end call girl yeah. to 
Yeah, working at a, a revolving brothel. door system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. While she was there, she fell in love with the twenty-three-year-old bartender well, and like, married him. Well, I mean, Barb and I are both like, her. you know I mean, what really? can you do? Exactly. The twenty-three-year-olds. I exactly. Mean. Exactly. Now this was her fourth marriage. Sweet. Yes. How old was she at this point? I Please say like sixty-eight. No. <laughs> no. no, I don't I know. She's I like double his age, up. though, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> anyway, she. Um, this was her fourth marriage. Three okay. times she married for love. Yes. Once the twenty-three year old. Once for revenge. Yes, okay. the twenty-three year old was for love. Oh, we're gonna call it her love. first. Okay. Her first marriage and the twenty-three year old were the only ones that were legal. Oh, she was legally oh. still married to her first husband when oh. she got the at, got married to the other two. Oh. Okay. And was he, her husband dead before the fourth, or did they finally get a divorce? Um. Oh, that's a he, very good. They question. finally got the divorce. Okay. He, he, her, she she couldn't really go to um. Cincinnati and demand the divorce because she still had the son. Also, yeah. she didn't have a lot of rights as to get a right. divorce exactly. in the first place. Yeah, okay. exactly. So she is that a picture of her? Yes, she <laughs> looks <laughs> like my aunt. That's an older I mean, picture. She looks of like her. an older. No, she's yeah. not. But she looks like an aunt. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a picture of her at Grandma. her Milwaukee bar. It was called the Sunflower Room. Okay, That's Sunflower Inn. That's not at all what I expected. I guess uh-huh. right. <laughs> anyway, um, she married her. 23-year-old bartender. Okay, yeah. And they honeymooned at the Indy 500. We're bringing oh, it back to the 500. Oh, look at that. <laughs> she continued to run the speakeasy brothel. She later closed the brothel part of the business, but continued the bar and the restaurant. Okay, okay. Okay. Art Shires, who was a baseball guy. Okay. You know how much I follow sports. <laughs> sports ball. Was of the Brewers, <laughs> okay. and he loved her place. And he really put her face on the map and oh. put the place on the map. He told everybody and anybody, and suddenly all kinds of big names were coming into the Sunflower Inn. And it was called the Sunflower Inn because there were sunflowers growing in the front yard. Oh, sure. Then, cool. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> Here's another story that may or may not be true. She okay. had a fondness for college students. That's true. And she often was helping them financially. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. She hired one down her, his luck student uh, to clean her bar. Uh-huh. She then convinced him to switch his major from engineering to law. Oh. That student was Senator Joe McCarthy. Oh. She's responsible for that. <laughs> yep. I might have said that too loud. Yep. <laughs> Damn you, Dirty Helen. Right when right. I loved you so right. much. Yeah. You, did, did you really you do us a service? Oh, I don't no. know. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. It probably helped to have him as a friend, though. So Yeah. Yeah. You know, but true. I'm sure she was. She certainly wasn't a communist. She was a capitalist. Right. <laughs> anyway, she closed the Sunflower Inn in 1960, okay. then had some medical issues and passed away in a nursing home in 1969. Gotcha. She is buried in Crownland Cemetery in Noblesville, yeah. which is just two short blocks from my house. It is. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I didn't know that's where she was buried. I yes. walked my dog by there this morning. Oh, I yeah. I think we're going to have to go. Yes. Yeah. Lulu is also yeah. buried there I as well. Yeah. I, found her, I found her grave, so it was Yay. very cool. Oh. Very cool. So what does her grave look like? Is it... It's, it's understated, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a... It's just a brick. Yeah. Lulu's oh. is just a rectangle that okay. just says me just, see. Oh, and okay. we'll put it in the show notes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it the, yeah, that's yeah. the same as Lulu's. Very unremarkable. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. But it's Cromwell, She's right? Cromwell. Cromwell is Cromwell. the last name. Okay, there right. you go. Got it. Right. Yes. I mean, weirdly, it doesn't say Dirty Helen on her. 
Tombstone, does it? It's very understated. Yeah. yeah. For such a lady that was not understated. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, at least she has a stone because well, some of yes. the women of history don't even get stones until it much It might have been a yeah. family member and who that's did what, the stone. Okay. And that's yeah. what I was wondering because she died in Wisconsin and I'm like, did she want to be brought back to Noblesville? You know what I mean? I was yeah. wondering what that tie was. But family is a very good point. But it doesn't like, appear she's buried near, near her anybody. family. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So, maybe I don't she know. bought the property at one point. It's like, ah, oh, it'll be Noblesville. Could be. No matter yeah. where I am, it'll yeah. end up maybe being Noblesville. Maybe she brought, bought a, the plot. Yeah. yeah. Could when, in between having money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right around the time of Al Capone. I'm just Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in case my life isn't much longer, I'll be buried in Noblesville. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Any questions about? Oh my gosh! So what a fun story! So many questions, I but know. I don't think any of them are actually answerable. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just I love lovely. It. I love it. Lovely, dirty Helen. But yeah, how did you find the book? Because it was always that worry of how much of it is over exaggerated, yeah, how much of it is over exaggerated by her, by the ghost. Yeah, well, it's writer, hard but... to say. Yeah. I mean, some of the stories are pretty fantastic, and yeah. you start going really right but <laughs> the truth know, might be somewhere in the right, kernel like, of yeah yeah like anything else mm-hmm. um and there's you know not a lot of people left to you know yes. ask okay. about yeah. the veracity of the stories but yeah yeah they're good stories <laughs> i'll give them amazing i know right <laughs> and, and so who wrote the book um bob doherty and so was he just uh, he I mean, was he wrote for one of the women's magazines. Okay. Of okay. the time. Yeah. It was written in ninth, shortly after her death. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so um, I, I like, I can't remember what magazine he wrote. Women's for, but, Day okay. or women's something Day or like something that. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it's exactly. called Good Time Party Girl, which is how she <laughs> liked to describe herself. Good Time Party Girl, the notorious life of dirty Helen Cromwell, yes. 1886 to 1969. Yep. The dirty Helen comes from swearing. You know what? That was not where my money was. Not where mine either. Mine either. (laughs) I mean, when I hear uh, "dirty Helen town prostitute," (laughs) I thought it was a different kind of dirty. Yeah, me too. Her receptacle aids. I figured it was all in that variety. (laughs) But you know what? A girl who loves to swear, I'm I'm fucking about it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It's amazing. Yes. I mean, since the day I had her uh, beer at Barley uh-huh. Island, yeah. where Gal's Guide used to meet before we actually right. had a place, um, I always wanted to know more about her. So yeah. mm-hmm. now Thank we you. do. You're, you're so welcome. <laughs> so welcome. So, uh, let me just read one thing from the back cover. <laughs> the back of the cover book. is amazing. Uh, right, right. Talks about you know kind of who she was and who she knew. It's the true life story of a woman who said yes to opportunity. And fuck no to society's <laughs> expectations. Yes. Oh, there we go. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Oh, Well-behaved smart. women seldom make history. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Love it. Yep. Oh, amazing. Well, yeah. No, well, no. that wraps us up for this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as the Gals Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Galsguide patron today. Thanks for listening.